memorization scriptures? If you can't get onto a computer because you are driving or at work, when you can get online, you will find my podcasts and articles at thechaplainscorner.net. Starting at the beginning of the podcast, I will give you the season number and the episode number. Thank you so much for listening. My podcasts come out every Monday morning. And now, let's get going. Hello, friend. Chaplain Terry Warner here. This is The Basics of Faith, Part 2, Season 4, Episode 9, S4E9. It will air on February the 26th, 2024. Your foundation scriptures will be Hebrews 11, verses 1 through 3. Mainly Hebrews 11, but verses 1 through 3 especially. Let's get going. Faith is not the product of reason. That's Mark eleven, twenty-seven through 33. And I'm going to read that to you. Jesus is in the temple talking to the leaders and stuff. And they came again to Jerusalem. And as he was walking in the temple, there came to him the chief priests and scribes and the elders and say unto him, by what authority do you do these things? And who gave you this authority to do these things? And Jesus answered and said unto them, I will also ask of you one question, and answer me. And I will tell you by what authority I do these things. The baptism of John, was it from heaven or from men? Answer me. And they reasoned with themselves, saying, If we shall say from heaven, he will say, Why then did you not believe him? Talking about John the Baptist. But if we say of men, they feared the people, for all the men counted John, that he was a prophet indeed. And they answered and said unto Jesus, We cannot tell. And Jesus answering said unto them, Neither do I tell you by what authority I do these things. They tried to reason. If they had just told Jesus point blank, you know, Master, we just don't understand this. Would you explain it to us? They would explain it to us. But it wasn't faith that was holding them up. It wasn't speaking things that be not as though they were that was holding them up. What was holding them up was their pride and their uh, being afraid of losing their stance or their, their position in the public society. They valued somebody's uh, opinion over the word of God. Isaiah one eighteen. To reason with the Lord must be on the word of God. That says, Come now, let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall... Hold up. Let me back up and get this right. Just a minute. Okay. Now, when you make a mistake or you get confused on quoting scripture, that's what you need to do is stop, get your Bible out, and go see exactly what the Word says. Do not do it from memory, because otherwise you're going to misquote the Word of God. And it's very important that you don't do now. You don't do that. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18. Come now, and let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. 
If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. So I'm going to ask you today, are you eating the good of the land? Are you moving and walking in faith? I think a lot of us are not, mainly because there was a time in my life when I could read the Bible, I couldn't understand it. I wouldn't read the book of Revelation because I couldn't understand it. Well, the more I studied the word and the more I started quoting God's word, the more he opened up to me so that I would have insight to what was actually being said. Isaiah one eighteen. Now look at Proverbs 3.5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. Faith is something that is God created. It's what holds things together. It's what makes everything work. It's the substance that holds your words together and give and give them purpose and meaning and orderly and, and bring them into order. And it's the stuff that holds it all together, the glue, the title deed of the property. It's your proof that God is alive and well and will honor his word. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith-filled words. Let's look at John 2, 1 through 10. I won't read that, but that's Jesus at the wedding. And she's come, Jesus' mom comes to him and says, they don't have any wine. They're running out of wine. And he says, woman. Now, that's, that's harsh to us. A better rendering, I think, would be, ma'am, that's not for me to do right now. But she pretty much ignored him and just said to the servants, whatever he tells you to do, do it. So she knew that even though the plan of redemption had not be revealed, she knew that whatever he said came to pass. You could count on it. So what did he do? He said, fill the water pots up with, with uh, water. Fill them up. And then take them up to the master of the feast and the master of the feast tasted it. Said that's the best wine he ever tasted. Faith-filled words versus water is going to equal wine in this case. And so we have a tendency to go over to Mark eleven twenty-three. Hang on, let me quote that. They, all right. This is where he cursed the fig tree. And they came back the next morning and, and Peter said, Look, Lord, the fig tree you cursed is withered up from the roots. And Jesus answering said unto them, Have faith in God. Or you could say have the God kind of faith. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. Therefore I say unto you, What things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. And when you stand praying, forgive. If you have aught against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, 
Neither will your Father forgive, which is in heaven, forgive you your trespasses. Okay. Do you think, Mark, do you think Jesus was talking about literally casting the mountain in the sea? Well, if he can turn water into wine, he could cast the mountain into the sea. But here we need to apply a little common sense and reason to the word through the help of the Holy Spirit. What is your mountain of defeat? What's defeating you right now? Is it sickness? Is it poverty? Is it lack? Is it ignorance of God's word? Well, speak to the mountain. Well, how do you do that, Brother Terry? Well, speak to the mountain. Father, I live and walk in divine health and prosperity. Everything I set in my hand to do prospers. I am more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ. I can do all things through Jesus Christ who gives me strength. In him I live and move and have my being. Jesus Christ is living on the inside of you. That's what gives you life. That's what gives you faith. That's what gives you everything. Is the Holy Ghost living on the inside of you. Don't be afraid of these tongues or anything else. We'll get into that in a minute. The faith is the substance, the glue, the title deed. And it lets and gives permission to, in order for God's creation and holds it all together and forms the world. Faith-filled words dominate. The development of the God kind of faith, there's about four things you really need to do. Put the word first place, make it final authority. When you find something in the word, when it says, Oh, no man, anything but love, start working on your debt and get yourself out of debt so that you owe no man anything. As long as you owe money to somebody, you're they, you are their servant. You're a servant to, to the lender. They lend you money, you become their servant. You want to sell your car? You can't because you got to ask the bank. You're tied to their conditions and their rules. Get out of that and live a free man. The Holy Spirit will show you how to get out of debt. I don't care what it is. Don't go calling some uh, deal on TV you see where we're going to reduce your debt. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Get with God and see what God does. If God tells you to do that, then do it. Just make sure God's telling you to do it. God will show you how to get out of debt in your life. So number one, put the word first place. Make it your final authority. Number two, meditate in the word. Before you start your day, have a quiet time with the Lord. Journal your days, how they go, and things like that. So you can keep track of it. And you can see over a year's time how much God has blessed you and everything else. We were in debt uh, several thousand dollars. I, maybe not quite ten thousand dollars. But we went to, we stood on our bills. We piled them in the floor. The, the family did. And we stood on top of the bills, took authority over the bills, and claimed, we claimed a victory over the bills. And in less than a year's time, we were out of debt. We were debt free. And, and we had gotten into debt due to circumstances and stuff. I'm not saying don't borrow money. If, if you have to borrow money, you have to borrow money. What I'm saying is, it says to owe no man anything but love and be very careful. Be very careful. The Bible also says be the lender, don't be the borrower. The Bible also said you've been made the head, not the tail. This 
faith inside you actively working is what's going to give you the victory and power to overcome the evil in this world. So, first thing, put the word first place in your life. Second thing, meditate, read, study, learn what the word says. The third thing is act on the word. Do what it says. Look at James 3. Do what the word of God says. Number four, pray in the spirit. Ah, Brother Terry, our church doesn't believe in that. Well, then find a church that does. The Bible says you should be praying in the spirit. Paul said, who wrote quite a bit of the New Testament, that he prayed in tongues more than any of us. Well, that's that's passed away. Oh, really? What else of God has passed away? Name one thing. Show me that in Scripture where it passed away, that you don't need this anymore, that you don't need that anymore. A lot of us think healing's passed away because we got advanced medicine. Well, why did those people in the New Testament need it? Why are there still people being healed by faith today? Well, I don't know anybody doing that. That's because you're not in the Word and you're not studying and you're not... God's not going to send people to try to convince you His Word's true. That's a, that's where you use your faith. He'll prove it true if you'll act on the Word. First of Corinthians 14. Uh, let me turn over there right quick. Hang on. Isn't it amazing how you can bookmark something and then when you go to find it, you can't find it? All right, 1 Corinthians chapter 14. And I want to pay attention to verse 18. I thank my God I speak with tongues more than you all. That's verse 18. Well, you're going to say, well, Brother Terry, but the next verse says I'd rather speak five words. And I, I agree with you. I'm not disagreeing with you. But you have chose to not speak in tongues at all. And that's not right. You, know, you need to be speaking in tongues. That's where it's going to give you power and stuff. Well, Brother Terry, you can't back that up. Oh, yeah, I can. Let's go over here to Jude 20. And it just flat says. All right, Jude, verse 20. But you, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit. There you are, black and white. Acts 19, 1 through 7. And I see my bookmark for that one. Ha! And it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus, and finding certain disciples, he said unto them, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? He didn't ask them if they were saved. He asked them if they, they were disciples. They were already saved. He's asking them, have you received the Holy Ghost? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. And he said unto them, Unto them, what then were you baptized? And they said unto John's baptism. Then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him, that is on Christ Jesus. Well, this group did that. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Notice they weren't baptized in water. 
They were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. And all the men were about twelve. Friends, it's there if you want to believe it. Now, one last thing you need to do. I know I've sort of jumped around. The Lord's, the Holy Ghost had me go some different directions I wasn't expecting this morning, and I apologize for the interruptions and stuff. I don't apologize for the Word of God. That is what somebody needed to hear. Maybe it was you. Never be guilty of discouraging people from using their faith. As you hear yourself discourage them, you weaken your own faith. If you can't handle what you're being asked to pray for, such as the healing or something like that, then get with somebody that can, and you remain quiet and learn and listen. But just make sure when you do speak, you speak words of faith and not doubt and unbelief. Well, every year I get the flu. Every year this breaks down. Everything I do uh, quits, falls apart, or break. No. Every year I am more than a conqueror. Every day I am more than a conqueror. I live and move and have my being. Uh, the Holy Ghost lives inside of me. And when I go someplace, the Holy Ghost goes. When I lay my hands on people, that's the Holy Ghost laying his hands on people. I do not have the ability to heal anybody. I couldn't heal a flea. I couldn't heal anything. It doesn't come through me. It, may, it, it comes through me, but it doesn't come from me. It comes from Jesus Christ. It comes from the Holy Spirit. He is your guide that leads you into all knowledge and truth and things to say and to help people to convict the world of sin and bring them into the Christian kingdom. Now, get in the Word. Do what it says. Meditate in it and find people to pray for and pray that they be healed in Jesus' name. You have a blessed day in Jesus' name. Amen. This has been Chaplain Terry Warner. My podcasts come out every Monday morning. When you go to my podcast website, there will be a drop-down menu for my website. It signs up signs you up for my newsletter. You will be able to privately email me with your questions and comments. You will be lifted up in prayer every day. Your information will never be sold or given out. Please like, share, and follow me on social media. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In Jesus' name. Amen.